Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. A science story, huh? These NYU scientists, they... And I felt... felt, felt I feel right. I was so and I just happy. thought, well... I had figured it out. It was that tall. golden moment. Because science was on my side. Hi everyone, I'm Ben Lilly, and welcome to the Story Collider, where we bring you true personal stories about science. This week's story is from Alana Lancaster. It was recorded in June 2016 at Union Hall in Brooklyn as part of the Story Collider's six-year anniversary show. Um, so... I'm nine years old, I'm in fourth grade, it is the first day of spring, it's sunny out, and I am so fucking excited to get back into the classroom after recess, which is not typical for me, but today we're doing something special. The student teacher has been telling us for the past two weeks that he is going to be doing a special science lesson on the equinox, and today is finally the day. And I love science. I am like a fan of science. Like I'm a fan of the Knicks. Like I follow it. Like I, I admire it from afar. We don't really do science in school. Like the closest that we've kind of gotten to science this year is we, we were trying to raise caterpillars into butterflies, but they all died and cannibalized themselves and the teacher tried to hide it. Um, <laughs> complete success. Um, so you can understand why I would be excited for a do-over on that whole science thing. And he's been playing up that we're going to do an experiment. We're going to do an experiment, you guys. This is so exciting. So we come in, and he starts talking about what the equinox is, and how the night and day are the same length, and how the Earth and the sun are lined up. And then he says that what we're going to do is we're going to balance eggs on their end because this is something very special that we can only do on the equinox. And instantly, all of my excitement that has been building for weeks, which felt like a very long time because I was nine, evaporates and turns into horror because I am completely aware that this is bullshit. <laughs> completely, like, more sure than I am about most things in my life because, all right, so my dad, um, who's actually here tonight, which is awesome, uh, my dad, perhaps knowing that this was a deficiency in my education, who um, had been printing out these articles from like Scientific American and Popular Mechanics and my favorite magazine, The Skeptical Inquirer, <laughs> put out by, the, um, by an organization called PSYCOP, or uh, stands for uh, Committee for Scientific Investigations of Claims of the Paranormal. Um, <laughs> Skeptical Inquirer is my favorite thing to read, and I have just read an article about how this whole eggs on the equinox thing is completely absurd, has absolutely no truth whatsoever, and no one understands why anyone says it. So I'm completely horrified sitting there, and, and all thought of doing anything besides, like, 
just exhibiting my horror in the most visceral way possible evaporates, I just jump up in the middle of the class and go, you're wrong. <laughs> and the student teacher looks at me and, now in retrospect, he must have been feeling betrayed too. Like, I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not normally the kid who like jumps up and yells in the middle of the class. Like, I'm the kid who gets in trouble for like reading a book under my desk. And like we, you know, and, and he and I are good. Like he doesn't really care when I read a book under the desk. So like, this is his moment. He's been preparing this. He's, this is his independent lesson. The teacher, the normal teacher who, you know, watches us all the time is out of the room and he's finally doing the real teaching thing. And I, I have betrayed him and I am pissing all over all of this, yelling at the top of my nine-year-old lungs about how he's wrong. I don't know what I thought he was going to do, but he just kind of looks at me like completely shocked and says, sit down. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean this isn't enough? And I'm like, I'm just jabbering about how it's not true. And he's like, sit down, we're going to, we're going to, we'll talk more about it. And he starts, he keeps explaining and I just keep interrupting him. I can't help myself. And he just keeps on, he he doesn't have control over the situation from the get-go, and he definitely doesn't have control anymore, so I'm just yelling, you're wrong, and he's yelling back, stop it. And... <laughs> and, you know, all illusion that we're going to learn anything today, which granted, that's his fault that we're not going to, but um, all illusion that that was ever going to happen completely evaporates because there's a screaming match happening between me, the nine-year-old kid, and the student teacher. And of course the class is loving this, like beyond loving this. They're like, they have like front row seats for this ridiculous battle royale between an adult and a kid. Um, and you know, they're just like, they're, they're all getting into it too. And then he says, okay, fine. If you don't believe me, I'll show you. And the class hushes and goes, ooh. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not, like, j just because you can balance an egg on the equinox doesn't mean that you're right. It just, it's just as easy and just as hard to balance an egg on the equinox as it is any other day. That's not the point, but as far as the class is concerned, now that is the point, and I am on team, egg is going to fall, and he is on team, egg is going to balance, and it's on. So he takes out, like, he's got, like, a whole box of cartons of eggs because we were all supposed to be doing it, but, you know, now it's just him and this, like, pile of this egg box and all this, you know, 25 bratty eyes circled round, uh, 25 bratty pairs of eyes rather circled round. Everyone's just staring at him. And I'm just like, it does, it doesn't matter if it's going to work. Like it's not blah, 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 blah. But you know, he's trying to balance the eggs. Um, Okay, so balancing an egg on its end, I, in empathy for this dude, not easy, actually. Under, I tried it earlier today, couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> and it's really not easy when, you know, you're being scrutinized by your class gone rogue. Um, and his hands are shaking, and he's trying to balance the egg, and it's falling. And I'm just like, that's not the point, that's not the point. And he's like, shut up. And it's just, nothing is getting any better, and he's trying and one egg breaks and now a whole bunch of them are sticky and he can't use them and he's trying another one, right? And like part of me is actually, you know, even in that moment feeling for him, but I'm also just completely horrified that he refuses to listen at all to reason. I mean, I made such a good case, obviously, <laughs> you know, and I, I am right, but um, the class is just like, it's amping up, it's amping up, it's amping up with every attempt he makes and fails. And then he does it. And the class, like, cheers, and then they all look at me. 
And I'm just like, I, it's not, it's not the, and then the teacher looks at me and goes, ha! <laughs> and then looks at me to see what I'm gonna do. And I'm nine, so what I do is burst into tears. Um, and then he like, he tells me to get out of the room. So I do, and I'm like, I'm trudging out like tearfully, like, that's not the point, he didn't prove anything. But as far as, you know, the class doesn't care. I'm like, I've gone from like pint-sized crusader to like pint-sized conspiracy theorist now. Like, I have no credibility. I'm like, yikes on the equinox for an inside job. Like, you know, no one's having any of this anymore. Um, so I leave the room. Now, literal-minded creature that I am, he did not say go to the principal's office. He said get out. So I don't go to the principal's office. I go to the bathroom. And I just hide out there sobbing. Uh, eventually, people realize that I am not, they don't know where I am, and that's a problem. Um, so I, I have no idea how long I was holed up there, but eventually, like, the regular classroom teacher comes in to try to console me, and I'm not having any of it. And then the perpetrator himself the traitor, the student teacher comes in, and I'm like, okay, maybe I can explain it to him this time, but no, no, he is high on victory, and what he wants to talk about, you guys, what he wants to talk about is how important it is to be okay being wrong sometimes. <laughs> so this is a very important lesson that, to be fair, I really could have stood to learn at the time, you know, even now, it's, a, it's totally a legitimate thing for children to learn and appreciate this wasn't the moment to teach it, though, because he was not correct and I was not wrong. So I just lose my shit at him again, and he's like, okay, fine. If you don't, if you won't listen to me, and goes out. Um, they sent in my best friend from another class to, like, try to talk to me. Um, and eventually, it doesn't work. Eventually, everyone gives up, and I, you know, eventually leave the bathroom, go to the bus, go home. I don't tell my parents anything about this. I think I'm, I'm kind of convinced that I'm going to get in trouble for, you know, screeching in the middle of the class in this uncharacteristic, I'm very sure not allowed manner. Um, and, you know, I'm figuring, like, the school probably called home and told them about this, you know, this major incident that happened. Of course they didn't. Of course the school did not call home because then they would have had to explain that the student teacher taught a lesson that was completely inaccurate and yelled at me, like a lot. Like completely lost it. So the school doesn't have any interest in getting my parents involved in this, which is a real shame because I, you know, I, I wish I'd told them or the school had because they would have lost their shit. They would have completely righteous angered the shit out of that situation. <laughs> Um, but no one knew but me, and so, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna find this article and I'm gonna bring it in. Of course I can't find it. I read a month ago, which is like an eternity and like piles under my bedtime. Like, you know, there's like already like an archaeological era built up over this by this point. There's no way I'm finding this article. I look, not finding it, and I start to actually kind of doubt this. I'm like, everyone else was really sure it didn't make any sense, but everyone else was really sure, so... But there, fortunately, there's a way that I can check this. I can try to balance a goddamn egg any other day of the year. If I manage to be successful any other day of the year, I know that he is completely full of crap, and I am right. So I try. 
Um, and I, again, I don't want my parents to know about this, so I'm like making like weird middle of the night excursions, like sneaking down to the kitchen, um, taking eggs out of the fridge, trying to balance them on the countertop. Um, mom and dad, if you ever wondered at the time if there was some kind of like egg-consuming gremlin living in that house, now you know, now you know what happened. You know, I'm like breaking them and like cleaning them up and, you know, I have it's not working. It's really difficult, I'm learning, um, to balance a goddamn egg on its end any day of the year. And finally, I manage to do it. Maybe I cheated. Maybe I read something about how it's easier to do that if you, like, shake it up and break the membranes and then the weight settles. But, you know, I did it. <laughs> and the sublime feeling of looking at that and knowing that what my eyes tell me is true and knowing that I was right is just spectacular. And also, that teacher can suck it. Thank you. That was Alana Lancaster. Alana is a health educator and storyteller who lives in Brooklyn. He's a Moth Story Slam winner and co-host and co-produces the monthly show Take Two Storytelling. When he's not talking about himself on stage, he can often be found teaching and writing about LGBT health, working with medical providers to help provide better care for transgender patients, and sharing random facts about sperm. The Story Collider is produced by me, Brian Weck, Darren Barker, Ari Daniel, Christine Gentry, Skylar Bear, Shane Hanlon, Rosie Waldron, and Liz Neely with help from Ariel Miller. The podcast is produced by Rose Eveleth, and the theme music is by Ghost. We are grateful for the support of the Simons Foundation, who helped make all of this possible. Special thanks to Union Hall for hosting the show, and to Snopes for being that place where you can verify that it is indeed false that you can balance an egg only on the equinox. Thanks for listening. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.